seven sizzling sausages. <laughs> cool. <laughs> welcome, welcome to 561 Music. My name's Ben. And I'm Hector. How you doing, Hector? Good, good, good. How you doing, Ben? Yeah, I'm good. I, I dyed my hair purple. I'm, um, it might be a midlife crisis. I'm not I, sure. I... I'm guessing it is a midlife crisis. <laughs> I'm not gonna lie. I'm just going with it. But it's it awesome, man. It's yeah. awesome. I noticed you got an Atari T-shirt on. Did you ever have one when you were younger? Um, yeah, man. I had a lot of Atari T-shirts, and I had a lot of Ataris to go with the T-shirts. Um, and uh, yeah, man. I, I actually had a uh, uh, not long ago, just a few years ago. I, I came across an, an old Atari 2600 and a whole bunch of games. At, yeah, at like a whatever it was a you know, Goodwill or whatever. Right, and. Uh, and I, I had it. I plugged it in. I used it for a little bit. Um, I, you know, as things happen in life, I got busy doing something else, so I didn't really use it. And somewhere along the way, my wife thought that, like, oh, well, he's not using it. And so she threw it out. Ah! She didn't even give it away. She threw it out. And I'm oh, like, no. do you realize what you've done? This is like a vintage Atari 2600. No, it's everywhere. It's so, sobbing. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. It was It was <laughs> painful. It I used painful. to use um, an, an Atari ST with this program called Notator on it. Do you remember that? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, that was my first beats when I was like, I want to say 14, 15. Yeah, awesome. yeah. So, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, had all the, I had this weird tune that went, juk, 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 recharge me. Like that. <laughs> it doesn't matter. <laughs> Actually, <laughs> so anyway, we're here with uh, Billy and Ellen from the Leafy Greens band. Um, hi, guys. Hi. hi. How's it going? Great, man. Gl- happy to be here. Yes, very yeah. happy to be here. Thank yeah. you for having us. You guys are on episode five. That's We're halfway to double digits. I'm pretty, I'm pretty hey, happy about go. that. Yeah, man. <laughs> I'm pretty happy about that. <laughs> yeah. I appreciate that. So um, you guys, uh, I noticed through, because we play a lot of the same venues, um, you know, over over the course of the last couple of years, <laughs> hear m- more and more about you and, um, you know, people talking about you until all of a sudden it seems like every venue I play, you also play at and, and more. So, um, yeah, uh, could you tell us, uh, like, we're just going to go right back to the beginning of... Um, of both of you guys' experience with music. I want to take you one at a time for this first question. Why did you start playing music? Man, playing music uh, actually was two years ago when Billy and I started. Um, Before that, I was in chorus in middle school and high school, but otherwise I never played an instrument. I had, like, taken piano lessons when I was, like, six before, but then nothing really from there. Right. Um, And then chorus, like I said. um, And then when Billy and I decided to... uh, quit our regular jobs and, and pursue music full time. Then okay. I picked up the the tambourine and okay. and uh, that was that was an interesting transition to try and figure that out. Is there a <laughs> so, learning curve with that? Oh you? yeah. Okay. <laughs> it almost ended us. <laughs> it still almost there. does sometimes. <laughs> it is uh, not actually an easy instrument to play, but it's a lot of fun and I I love playing it now. It's it's a blast and um, it uh I, li- I don't know. I just I like being able to play an instrument too, along with singing. So yeah, I, I mean, get it. it's yeah, I it's get it. it's it's been a lot of fun. And uh, yeah, so learning curve. Going back to uh, we have one of the first videos of the first gig that we did, and the only thing that you can hear in that video is the shaker and the tambourine. <laughs> <laughs> Not on beat. Not on beat. It was just flapping, just kind of everywhere. Flapping hands. So I was so nervous, so nervous. I never performed yeah. live like that before. So I mean, like it was just, and I had like debilitating stage fright. So yeah. But I mean, two years in, and we. We are uh yeah i mean 
still working out some kinks here and there, but you know, it's a repetition, just practice and gets better. So I've been awesome. performing thirty years and I still don't look people in the eye when I play. <laughs> <So> <laughs> if I look out in the crowd and like somebody looks in my general direction and it looks like they're, you know, I don't know, talking to somebody else, I'm like, Oh man, I crap I'm like crap, I messed something up and they're 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 talking about me, you know, it's all yeah. about me. You know, I screwed something up for sure. That's the worst, man. That's the yep. worst. When you look out that. and, and you, maybe you hit a sour note or something uh, like yeah. that. Yeah. And you look out and somebody goes like this. You know, it has like nothing to do with like, you. But oh, you know what, dude? I hate you. Whatever. Right, right, right. It has nothing to do with you, but they're like, you know, yeah. I think right. at this point, oh, all man. of those edges have been knocked off me. I could care less what people think at this yeah, point. I know, right? We've been doing it for so long. Yeah. <laughs> We're working on getting there. Yeah. Kudos, kudos. So I was going to pose you the same question. Why did you start playing music? So I was born and raised in Alaska and, really? and, uh, in the, on the Kenai Peninsula close to Anchorage. Oh. And, um, and, uh, my dad was laid off from the, uh, he was working on the, in the oil industry out on the platform. He got laid off from the oil industry and they gave him like a $25,000 severance package or something like that. Okay. And, um, he took every cent of that and he bought me and my brother's instruments and we were about 10 or 11 years old there's a country song in there somewhere i know right well i'll I'll tell you it turns into a michael jackson song or a michael jackson situation but um but but it was so it was me and three other brothers and we were all 11 12 years old and um and my dad's and he bought so he bought you know me a guitar my other brother guitar bass and drums right and we he's like okay we've got a uh he set a date for our first gig, which was going to be a talent comp- a talent show or a talent competition, I guess. Huh. And the first song, we had two songs that we could play. One was Sunshine of Your Love by Cream. Yeah. And the other one was White Room by Cream. Yeah. <laughs> and so Sunshine of Your Love was the first song that, that, that we learned. And the way we learned is was it not, it was, it had to be note for note. Note for right. note. It had to be exactly oh, wow. how it sounded. So same, same, same pitch, same key. You know, they didn't tempo, learn it in E everything. like everyone else oh, does no, at the beginning. Man, I mean, it's in D, <laughs> right. you know. <laughs> right, right. And and I was the lead guitar player, and um, so I had to learn that solo note for note, and it took me three months. And I was about twelve years old, and I you know I have small hands now, but at twelve years old they were smaller. Oh. <laughs> and, and you had never and, played the guitar before, like no. like these were all like this is all brand new to all of you guys. Brand new, yeah. This is yeah, unbel- This right. is incredible. Yeah, That's an and awesome story. yeah, and yeah. Uh, but it took me three months to learn that 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 solo note for note. And finally, when and I, I taught myself tablature, so I was re, I was reading off the you know the tablature. This is back in like ninety four, ninety five, mm-hmm. and uh, so I have a book. You know that's what I'm learning off of. And um, I finally I finally get it. I go get my dad. I'm like, hey, I finally got the song. Let me show you. He says, okay, I'll follow you out to the garage and, and see what, what see how you do it. And uh, so I ended up playing it note for note. He said, okay, now come get me when you can do it with your eyes closed because you oh, can't wow. be reading off you can't be reading off the book when we do the talent show. This is by like, far and away the right most now, interesting man? answer to this question we've got so far. That well, this is the start. <laughs> yeah. And I was like, this is impossible. I was crying. I was, you know, twelve years old. I wanted to be hanging out with with my friends. And plus, this was in Alaska. And this was January in Alaska, so it was yeah. cold in the garage too. So I'm out there playing, Frozen you know, and really with yeah. you know in the middle of winter. Yeah. And um, but it took me a week, and I learned it note for note with my eyes closed. And yeah. after that. White Room was easy, and then it was oh. then it was like Purple Haze, uh, Steve Cold Shot, Stevie Ray Vaughan. So you just you know, learned like, the songs, and not did you didn't did you learn any scales or anything like that? I 
I was learning scales as I was learning the song. So okay. there was a book that I, I, I remember, Wolf Marshall, Wolf Marshall's Basics 1, 2, and 3, yeah. and The Power Studies 1, 2, and 3. And then blues you can use, which was which I think was a Hal Leonard book, and okay, uh, that's yeah. that was the basis of my. I was learning, you know, timing, uh, you know, uh, uh, you know what notes are, you know, what a whole note is, what a half note is, what a quarter note is, all that stuff, and you know, and and just scales and modes and stuff like that. Yeah, wow. yeah, like it's t- unbelievable. Yeah, yeah. yeah. it's well, that was kind of a long answer, but no, oh, that's no, how it, was, it started. It was a fantastic answer. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, who chose Cream? Is your dad a big Cream fan? Um, yeah, he was a he he was a he, he is a huge Eric Clapton fan. Right. Um, but I guess who isn't? But it's yeah. a great place to start. Yeah, yeah, it was a great place to start, man. I mean, yeah. and and the song is such a classic song, and and you know, overall, pretty simple. Yeah. Until you get to that solo that he does on that when he's mix, he's mixing a lot of these minor and major, uh, you know, scales, yeah. Ionian and yeah, Aeolian yeah. and stuff like that. It's a really interesting uh, solo on that, but and that was really the d- most difficult part about the song. But overall, pretty easy and doable. I mean, after that, man, we we are we named our band Badge, so okay. we were a family band and we kind of toured all over the Central Peninsula. Of uh, of Alaska, interesting, and uh, we opened up for like Blue Oyster Cult at like really? fourteen, fifteen years old. Yeah, man, in Kasilaf, Alaska. We, yeah, I mean, we we had some, we had a good run. But uh, so I've been playing music live since then, since about eleven. I'm thirty eight. Do, do your brothers all still play now, or? Uh, no, not no, not really. No, just you, just me. Yeah, but I gave it up for fifteen years too. I stopped playing at twenty one, and I pursued. I went down a different route, uh-huh. and. uh just because I knew that well, there wasn't any future music, there, I, I didn't think I could make money in it. Yeah. But then after 15 years in the court in the corporate world, you kind of learn how to make money. You kind of yeah. learn how to turn a business into a business. Sure. And um, and I just took some, we took some of those you know principles that we learned running our own businesses and applied them to this, and were able to achieve you know. I think it's important to have life experience too. Yeah. If you if you did nothing but play in a band since you were 11 years old, you wouldn't have a huge amount to, to write about. You know mm. what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like I I, <laughs> right. I really think it, I think about that a lot. There's, you know, that it's kind of a joke among some of my friends where it's like songs that are about being in a band or songs that are about songs. You know, yeah. right. just good because there's like yeah, the creativity else. Yeah, else to there. Yeah. from. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 But yeah. what um what were your Outside of um, Eric Clapton and um, Jimi Hendrix, um, what were you listening to in those early years? What informed your oh sort of taste? I mean, it was it was everything that was on on my, that my dad had on vinyl. Yeah, you know, I mean, it was it was a lot of Jimi Hendrix, a lot of Stevie Ray Vaughan, a lot of Eric Clapton. Those were the th- top three that I was really into. And then you know, Rory Gallagher was right. sneaking in there. Um, you know, just old classic Yor- Yorma Kalkinen from Jefferson Airplane. I, he was, yeah. you know, he he, he kind of turned me on to finger picking. Yeah, um, is that that hot tuna? He's in them right? and hot tuna as well. Yeah, yeah he's yeah. in hot tuna. That's right. Yeah, they're, yeah. they're awesome. Um, yeah. Man's Fate. I I teach that song. I really love oh, that song. Man. Man's okay. Fate. Okay, yeah, yeah. that's awesome, man. Yeah. yeah, yeah, but just classic, you know, meat and potato type of players, man. Yeah. And then as as uh, as you know, I got older. You know, the change, the my taste changed you know it's not so much jimmy stevie and eric now as it is like you know jason isbell great songwriters yeah. as well as great musicians you know and that's it yeah that's yeah. it i only really kind of got turned on to jason isbell not that long ago like yeah. a year ago yeah i've been checking it out he's definitely a very good songwriter oh, he's amazing man yeah he's yeah. amazing yeah absolutely um so uh this is a fun question um and I know that you, you you must have done recently, and you kind of already answered it. But do you guys um, practice? 
How much do you guys practice and what do you practice? It's funny, we were just talking about that right before we got here. (laughs) (laughs) There's no wrong answer. answer. (laughs) What about you, Ellen? Um, Honestly, a lot of practice recently has been, I mean, at shows tremendously, like just kind of like going from never performing like this ever. I mean, just having the reps under my belt, like to be a performer and just get better that way, especially with the stage fright that I had, like it was, it was awful. Um, and so, I mean, that's helped tremendously. Um, I mean, I listen to music all the time, so I'm constantly like, there's a, a, so what we like to do when we're, um, performing and I shouldn't consider this practice. This is not an actual practice. Yeah. Um, but with songs, I, I know what you mean, though. We yeah. all do it. Yeah, yeah. We all <laughs> with do songs it. we've never done, and like people request them, and like, yeah, I can kind of hear it in my head. Let's try it out. And then yeah. if it if it sounds okay on that, then we'll take it home and we'll go through it and like really break it down and, yeah, and practice it from there. But I mean, and there's certain songs uh, here and there that I mean. I mean, especially if we got like weddings and stuff coming up, we got to like nail down the songs. So sure, I mean, like yeah. we'll we'll yeah. practice those at home for sure. Um, yeah. Yeah, you always know when it's one of those gigs where you can stretch out a bit and just try stuff. You know, yeah. I mean, yeah. If everyone's kind of, you know, in a good mood and and, and the vibes right, you can, you know, that's that. We you can absolutely do that. Or on the flip side, if there's literally no one there. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. That's usually yeah, right, when we're right. like, hey, there's barely anybody here. Uh, anybody got anything you want to throw at us? See if yeah, we can yeah, figure it yeah. out. Yeah. <laughs> so. Yeah. Yeah, that's fine. Yeah. Yeah. I think early on. For me, those were some of the toughest gigs because, you know, you're sort of battling with your own sense of self-worth. You know right, what I mean? Right, right, right. Absolutely. There, like, with, like, two or three people in there. Right. But, um, you know, I, at this point, I'm, I'm sort of over that. But, <laughs> um, yeah, what, what about, in terms of just literal instrumental practice, do you, do you practice the guitar? Yeah, every day. Yeah? Every day. Okay. Every day. And, and not just guitar, vocals as well. Right. Um, I think... I feel, and, and this is just my personal opinion, that my vocals are kind of like the weakest part of our of our sound because I'm not a natural singer. So I've had to teach myself the you know proper body mechanics. Okay. So so vocal practice every single day is like mandatory. I have to do the breath work exercises, scales, all that stuff, and it's been it's man doing that every day has been has done wonders for my singing that's yeah. impressive though that's yeah. impressive because yeah. a lot of I mean so, so far everybody that's come through here says the same thing about you know we're gigging so much we're yeah. gigging so much we just don't have any time to practice and it's yeah yeah, yeah no I mean we don't we, we don't have another job so this is to me this, in my I'm, I'm now I'm when you know, I came from a, a weird background and, and, and lost a lot at a, at a very young age so I'm very fearful of of regressing and sure. you know failure so right. so when i get when i get when i take something on i become hyper focused and no matter you know like we were talking about earlier having carpal tunnel i don't care how bad my hands hurting if there's a song that that i'm moved to learn or uh you know or if there's something that i know that i need to clean up as far as my playing goes i'm going to practice and i'm yeah. going to and i do guitar i practice every single day yeah. um but vocals is, is another one on top of that yeah 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 i have to i mean it's just, this is what we do you know and if this is the I career path that we chose you can dedication, yeah yeah i think you can find it I, for me it's become again um like i i 
stopped drinking and stuff about a year and a half ago, and it, for me, it's become something that I've started to enjoy again. Yeah, I didn't practice yeah. for years; I just played. Right, and right, I right. was getting jaded actually. And I found that actually by practicing, it's made me less jaded because you feel yeah. like there's a progression. You know yes, what I mean? yes, yes. Yeah, and there's a certain point of um, there's a certain level of it which is just maintaining the level you're at. Yeah, but also you know it's pushing into other areas. And yeah, yeah, yeah. That's I. I had no idea about this, the, the, how you ended up going, getting into music. You said you lost it a lot at a young age. Is that something you wanted to talk about? What yeah, about I mean, that? you know, I, I, you know, I, I had a tough upbringing, and right. and uh, you know, just you know, kind of left me with without normal traditional, you know, you know, parents and stuff like that. Okay, and 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 you know, I got I got married at eighteen years old. And I had two kids by the time I was 20 anyway. and moved to Nashville, Tennessee at 21 years old from Alaska. Right. And then I got a divorce at 26. So right. there was a lot that yeah. happened in the course of like yeah, no 10 years for me. Yeah. And, um, and you know, so it, it, that divorce kind of sent me down like a little bit of a darker path that caused me to lose everything. Right. And then I picked myself up, picked myself back up, started a company, you know, kind of, fo- you know, just got myself, you know, redialed in. Yeah. And then got back on my feet and have been able to, you know, you know, dig myself out of a hole. Um, and, and with all that, all that experience came a lot of wisdom and a lot sure. of discipline and, yeah, you know, and a work ethic that is like, you know, uh, you know, I'm, 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 I'm pursu- we're pursuing this together, obviously, because we're engaged, we're a couple, you know, we're pursuing this together. But I take every day as if somebody's going to be trying to take away, take this away from us at any time. So it's like, we have to get better. Yeah. And we can and we and as long as we do get better, we'll continue to get gigs. Yeah. And and if we do continue to get better, and and and, and we develop our catalog, and focus on personal and professional progression yeah then we will never be without you know and and again it's kind of a little bit of that fear that drives me Mm -hmm. you know and you know it's it's it is different we come from different backgrounds so it's it's tough i'm hyper hyper focused in type a right and ellen's a little more laid back she was raised here in florida you know (laughs) so so we are very opposite but (laughs) i've been through a lot (laughs) and and she has too she has too it's just it but it's a really fine balance and we found the right partner to to pursue this with you know because it's it's like it's a total yin and yang you know and i mean you guys were talking about keeping each other in check and i think we do the same for one another on both ends like with me being one way and billy being another and it just kind of like it comes to that middle ground where like okay we'll we'll work it out and it's fine yeah yeah yeah, so do you feel like i mean you guys work together and and your all of your home life is together because is it can that be a bit of a challenge sometimes I think it can be just as much of a challenge, probably a little less of a challenge than if you were if if you were working separate jobs. I mean, we oh, did yeah. that for five years, where yeah. she was, you know, a hairstylist, and I was working in the fitness industry, and um, and we still had our challenges during that during that time. We right. probably had more, honestly. Yeah. yeah. You know, and and now our challenges are are you know, I mean, it's it has to do with 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 what we're doing with yeah. our profession you know right. and sometimes our differences kind of 
it all it always we always end up we always end up coming out stronger every yeah. time you know we have our disagreements that's, we fight man we were bickering bickering earlier today <laughs> <laughs> I <imagine>. you know <laughs> and, i mean it happens you know, yeah <laughs> and uh and uh and we were actually bickering about practice and stuff like that you know and uh yeah you know and it's just but it's cool because she grounds me yeah i know i i i elevate push her you know Mm -hmm. and and it just brings us both to center you know it's not always perfect but man i've never we've been together for seven years we haven't broken up once i've never like left you know so the chemistry you know i'm I'm, i feel very fortunate to have found somebody that i have really really amazing chemistry with and and you know loves me for for exactly who i am and i and it's the same thing with her yep i'm the exact same way 24 years and i'm leaving her tonight no Honey, if you're listening, I'm kidding. What, is, what a scoop. <laughs> Just kidding. <laughs> um, you know, I, I imagine that, like you were mentioning, uh, you know, when you guys had uh, other jobs, you know, that it was more of a challenge. And I imagine, like, yeah. like there's certain, I want to say baggage, but there is certain baggage with having an outside job yeah. that mm-hmm. you, you bring home. And I don't, yeah. I, don't, I don't care what that job oh, is. Yeah, there's yeah. something, you know, you always bring home some of that negativity with you from Absolutely. the outside job. It happens yeah, to all yeah. of us. Yep. And, and um, you know, just not having that outside influence on the relationship yep. and on the music yep. and, you know, and everything. I mean, that's that's got to be huge. It was yeah. tough, man. I mean, you know, being I was in the fitness industry. So and I and I and I ran a kind of a large company. So it was and I had a lot of employees and it was a lot of stress, man. Numbers that you got to hit. And there's a lot of stress. And there's I couldn't really, you know, I would come home frustrated, stressed out. And I, I don't you can't really she doesn't really understand that. And, and right. it was vice versa with her as a hairstylist. Yeah. And now we can share our stresses together yeah. and then yeah. and then come up with solutions right. on the spot. Yeah, that's exactly you know? what I was going to say. It was yeah. like, yeah, we know each other's frustrations. Like, you mean, like even just during gigs, we were able to talk about it at the end and be like, OK, like what happened here, here, here? And we're on the same page because we were both there for it. So, I mean, right, like yeah. we know yeah. what's going on. Yeah. So, yeah, that helps after a show, we, we just we ride home. We listen to some music. We put on like you know some like Billie Holiday or something like that. Which, by the way, the Kill Billies album has not left our car oh, since yeah. we, it's it's been in there, dude. Awesome. Every time we hit media, it's like Kill Billies. I'm like, we're trying to go to Pandora, but that's okay. Let's hear a song. <laughs> <laughs> so, it takes anyways, over. We said it it's the only CD that's yeah. been in our car, man. It's invasive. But, but, <laughs> but we'll turn on some music. You know, something something kind of you know relaxing, and then uh, and we just and we dissect the show we go over the what the good stuff we go over the stuff that we you know that we you know maybe some mistakes that were made you know whatever and we talk kind of you know talk shit about whatever was stressing us out you know the drunk yeah. the drunk yeah. person spilling into our microphones and almost knocking yeah. our teeth out um you know crowns on here but i yeah i'm real nervous Dude, about Moore that one day her, oh. two two teeth knocked yeah. out do, from yeah. a microphone mm-hmm. man but i yeah. bet her teeth were veneers i don't know <laughs> I, got the, I got the real thing um <laughs> I say, though, like i i love like i absolutely love the fact that you guys you know like you're together together and you're you know and then you're doing the music thing or whatever because like like you you just you brought up a couple of points that sometimes it's Sometimes it's nice for us, but sometimes it's frustrating. You know, like the fact that you guys finish a gig, you pack up, load up the car, and you drive off together. Yeah. So you have that time together yeah. in right. the car. You're talking about, you know, that and whatever. And then the fact that you're together at home, you know, you're saying you practice every day. Yeah. Um, 
you know, and this is what you guys do. Like, this yeah. is it. This is your yeah. job. Yeah. So you guys, you know, if, if there's new songs you want to try out or yep. whatever, it's pretty much any time of day. Yep. You guys find right. a couple of minutes and you sit down and you, you work it out. Yeah, you know, that's great. With the three of us, like, yeah. sure. try to yeah. do yeah. stuff yeah. like that, you know, as much as we can. But with us, three of us having, you know, separate lives and, you know, separate yeah. wives and right. separate, uh, you know, jobs and separate everything else. Right. It, it becomes it becomes an issue and it becomes a problem trying to find that time to get together and, and actually spend that time practicing and, yeah. and doing our yeah. thing, you know. Yeah. Yeah. Um, like it just becomes more difficult. And, tough, and the few man. gigs, yeah. the few gigs that we uh, we have a few gigs that are that are farther, like Fort Pierce and stuff. And so we'll cramp everything into my my armada. He's got gear like all stacked on him on the back seat. <laughs> um, and we uh, you know we we all ride together to those to those further gigs. Right. And I gotta say, like those are the like the I best. I love those the most yeah, because the on the drive the back best. and on the drive there, yeah, we're just shooting the shit we're talking about the gig we're talking about the next gig hey when can we practice whatever i mean we accomplish so much you know verbally in that time span of that hour drive or whatever then when it's good you can't beat that band band van camaraderie that's That's the best yeah it is the best yeah that's and especially when you're with you know, I, I was I was in a, a bunch of bands. You know, after sixteen up until about twenty one, yeah, uh, in, uh, in Alaska. And um, man, those those road trips, man, when you're with the boys, yeah, and it, it just gets nasty sometimes. <laughs> I don't miss that yeah. part. But that was that was a good time. I mean, I, I think you know we're. I mean, most of our stuff is pretty local at this point. Yeah. But right. you know, we're about to take a trip up to Nashville and gig up in Nashville. That's and, cool. You know, in May and. Uh, you know, so you know. I think. How we, did yeah. you? Uh, how have you planned that? What's the? Uh, how are you going to just go and try and get some gigs? Or yeah, you, yeah. That's, that's awesome. It. That's, that's all. Awesome. Yeah. I'm just going to try to get some <laughs> guitar gigs. in we your took, back. Yeah, we took two. Yeah, yeah. We took two weeks off um, in May because um, yeah. we've just had a really, really busy year so far. And uh, we're fortunate to be able to take the time. Yeah, off, exactly. So. <laughs> yeah. And, we've been, and we've been. Yeah. Yeah. So we're going to take two weeks. We're going to drive up to Tampa, try to get some gigs in Tampa. We're going to try to get some gigs in Nashville, even, you know, whether they're paid or not. I you wonder know, just what the situation of, with Nashville is in the moment in terms of COVID. You know, well, we played there in July at yeah. uh, the Sutler Saloon right. and everything was half capacity. Okay. And it was just acoustic acts. It was probably the only reason why we were able to play there is because we were, you know, as a duo, you're the biggest yeah. band in the world at that point yeah. in July of 2020, you know. And, there was, and nothing could ever be as big as a duo. You know, sure. that's all that that's all anybody was allowing to play. Yeah, so, yeah. So we, yeah, me and James got real good at it. <laughs> <laughs> I know. <laughs> I know. You guys are tied on that snare and bass, man. <laughs> yeah. you know? Oh man, but uh, but yeah, fifty percent. They were and and I think they're picking. They're at like seventy five percent now. Okay, but still, dude, it's. I mean, you got businesses closing left and right up there. I'm old. Uh, music venues that have been there for for you know decades and decades are closing. You yeah, know, it's heartbreaking. It's tough, yeah. man. I mean, the mayor up there he raised the taxes by like thirty four percent, the property wow. tax by thirty four percent during like in about I want to say June, yeah, right of twenty twenty. Why is in the that? Mi- why? Because yeah. he's an asshole. Oh, okay. Oh, that's <laughs> you know, <laughs> like I mean, like why would you do that? Yeah, property tax by thirty four percent in the middle of a pandemic. Bad. I mean, the, that mayor is just bad, bad business, man. But, uh, but it's you know everyone's hurting, man. The, yeah. you know, the whole you know it sucks. We've been fortunate yeah. because I mean we we just kind of landed into a nichey spot mm-hmm. during a really and also tough time. you know for, for better or worse, Florida being one of the places where live music was still ticking yeah. over. Yeah. You know, J- Neil Mayer and James and I, you know, also you know we we never. I mean, apart from maybe like a month or so, didn't really ever. St- 
stop. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, there was yeah. a little period, right? Like right. six weeks, two months, or something. That's how it was yeah. for us. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. We get people yeah. uh, like I, I've had a few few shows now that we've done where um, you know somebody will come up to us at, after the show and go, uh, "It just happened to us at Bradley's. Yeah, you're at Bradley's the other day. Um, you know, somebody comes up to us in between sets or at the end of the show and says, oh, I just got to tell you, you know, I'm I'm from New York or I'm from yeah. you know, wherever, you know, some other state.' And they're like, and we were down here for a few weeks uh, to to take a break and haven't I, heard music in a year. Yeah, this yeah, is the yeah. first time I've heard live music in a year. You yeah. know, and, yeah. and it's like you know. Yeah. It, it's this this reality sets in that like because I, I mean honestly like like he said for better or for worse I I feel like Florida really hasn't missed a beat you yeah. know like we shut oh, down for a few months yeah. and then we kind of opened up a little bit half capacity or whatever but like it's been kicking for a long time now know, where it doesn't yeah. other than wearing a mask in places yeah. it doesn't really feel like we're but, in the middle of anything right yeah I mean I think, I've, I've been hitting that I've been kind of hitting it like you know wear the mask wash the hands don't kind of and also because i'm not drinking anymore i yeah. don't even really go near the bar you yeah know? yeah like it's an in and out like a bank job kind of thing you we're like the rowdiest band now we're like water waters and diet cokes please well i'll tell you man i think there's you know like double roads i i don't know if double roads is a casualty of uh of covid but i feel like it is i don't I, think it helped I don't think it helped either. Yeah, I don't think yeah, it's yeah, the main know. reason, but I don't think it helped. He I has know. he has other things going on and stuff that he yeah. wants to do. So yeah, and there's some. Bi- I know some businesses that went out of business because know, of COVID you know, around there. You know, so so Florida didn't go unscathed, but we were definitely luckier than the rest of the country for sure, man. You know, yeah, I can't believe propaganda managed to hold on. I mean, that was I just oh, unbelievable. Yeah. I know. I'm very impressed. I'm in a band with Matt who runs the place, and you know, he was on such thin ice for a long yeah. time. Still, kind of is really, but he's managed to keep it open. Which yeah. is incredible. Yeah. Um. That sort of le- the um. The next question I have is uh, and you were kind of leading that way with talking about Nashville. Is what? What are your future plans? You want to answer that? Go ahead. <laughs> um, I mean, we don't want. We're not pursuing a label or anything like that. Our yeah. future. Pl- our future plans is to build a catalog. Um, you know, get into bigger venues, continue to gig. Yeah. Uh, try to, you know. Uh, obtain licensing opportunities. Right. Uh, really focus on merchandise sales, branding, stuff like that. You know, but yeah. you know, just try to stay as independent and and work and try to get right into on. a festival circuit. Try to open up for bigger bands. Yeah. And Sounds like our future plans. Yeah. yeah. You know. Yeah. Like, I mean, you know, yeah, like yeah, I mean, basic band stuff. <laughs> I guess world domination. You know, world domination. <laughs> but but In I mean, sense. but it all starts with the catalog. Yeah. I mean, you know, right now we have we're producing an album. We only have. Uh, we just started our ninth song on the album. Did I see a picture of you guys at Echo Beach? Were you there? Or no. was it somewhere else? No. Okay, I saw a picture with no. you with the headphones on the studio, and I thought it looked like it was Echo Beach. Oh, right. that's cool that it that looked like cool. that, because yeah. that was that's in the room of of our friend's house. Oh, yeah. cool. Randy, <laughs> Randy Wallen. Shout out to Randy. We, lo- we love that guy. <laughs> we do he's love our that guy. he's our engineer and producer. Yes, oh, that's awesome. And um, he's I mean this guy's amazing. His family's amazing. His wife's amazing. His kids are amazing. And uh, oh, he and we we get with him every Monday and Tuesday between six thirty and nine. Yeah. And we're in his in a bedroom in his house, and he's. Um, and he just, you know, his kids have to be completely quiet. Yeah, yeah. You know, and and we do everything acoustically right into the microphone that he has, and right. and he's been helping us produce produce this album. So we do it two days a week, and mm-hmm. we've been working with him since October. Yeah, right. so two days a week, hour or two and a half hours per okay. day. As long as you have, raining. Yeah. Are you writing 
while you're recording it or yep. yeah you are yeah right. that's yep. cool i know yeah i mean well we had no catalog before covid yeah, yeah you know and i realized man i was like dude if we're gonna do anything with this we can't we have to transition from cover band to singer songwriter at some yeah. point you know we have to transition it's possible to be both yeah you know I, right I, and it was something that i was going to ask you actually was um have you found that needing to know this many covers and playing this many covers do you ever find it feels like it stifles your creativity oh no no i don't think so yeah no that's uh-uh. interesting and that, that and and that's awesome i think you know in the past the reason i ask that is because mm. in the past it ha- i have felt a little bit like that myself yeah you know because um there's only so many hours in the day and you know if you're learning to play covers you're not learning your own writing original material but right. i think at this point now I'm a little bit more focused. It doesn't. If anything, it informs the stuff I write. Cause yes, I'm right. yes, yeah. yes. It That's kind of how I feel about it. Yeah, yeah like I mean, it, it, when when I was playing in Alaska, I was in a in a blues band where I where uh, I, I got with these guys uh, once a month, and we played at this this dumpy bar in Nikiski, Alaska, called the Hunger Hut. And I was oh, yeah. I was about fifteen, sixteen, seventeen, eighteen at this time, and 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 one of the guys that was in the band was a bass player that graduated from Berkeley. So he graduated with a degree in bass and guitar from Berkeley in Boston. And, and this guy was amazing. His name is Bob Ramponi. And, um, he told me, he said, just learn songs, learn them, learn the melodies, learn the songs. And with every song that you learn, you're going to become a better guitar player and a better musician. You'll have a better ear. And so every time somebody comes, that's what Ellen was kind of alluding to this earlier is when somebody comes up and asks us to play a song, unless we absolutely hate that song or just have never heard it and just or have just never heard it (laughs) or if it's Luke Combs. (laughs) <laughs> then we'll give it a shot. We'll right. give it a shot, and 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 happily give it a shot. And yeah. and we're not afraid if we're not afraid to fall on our face. Yeah. And that's happened. I mean, yeah. there's been a couple right. times where we've done it, and it's been a disaster. But that's kind of how we've built our set list. Yeah, and it's and also it's given us an opportunity to learn how to, uh, how to take a song, and and regurg with a full band, and then regurgitate it with integrity with just a guitar, tambourine, and vocals. Sure. How can we make it sound as close to, but also make it authentic to us? Yeah. Yeah. And that's how we've built... Right now, we have like 400 songs in our iPad, and yeah. we and we do each one. We feel like we do them pretty well, yeah, you know, great. with the exception of like Margaritaville, which we just don't want to play. But it's in there. You know, if, it, if, it, if you're down here in Florida and you can manage to not play that song, you're doing something right. <laughs> yeah. You know? yeah we, we don't our, do that. Our, our Margaritaville is uh, Wagon Wheel. Wagon Wheel. Yeah. Yeah. I actually yeah. like Wagon Wheel. Yeah. Yeah. Mind, Mike, Here's the thing: it's a good song. It is, it is a, good a good song. song. It's a good song. Yeah. It's just the most overplayed song on planet Earth. I know. Yeah. The, I know. I remember when, it, when um, before Darius Rocky did it, when everyone was excited about it, and yeah. it was kind of this indie thing. You remember that? And yeah. like it was this. Cool no, kind of, I didn't know about the song so until Darius did it. Yeah. So, so Killbillies would we? I was really into like country punk and yeah. and that kind of alt country stuff. Um, was it Old Crow Medicine Show? Or, yeah. yeah. Yes, and Old Crow yes, Medicine yes, yes. Show was just the poster child band for that kind of vibe. Yeah. And, yeah. and it was when all the swamp punk bands were playing down in um, Propaganda. And there was this kind of, there was this like um, Americana kind of country like 
revolution, which I feel was almost built off the back of Oh Brother, Where Art Thou? Almost right. Like that yeah. movie came right. out, right, right, right. And then right. all of a sudden, all these people got into country and and Mumford and Sons were in the charts and everything. And oh, it was yeah, it man. was just yeah. that yeah. period of time is what Kill Blues was born out of. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You can hear the influence too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, and it's awesome, man. You guys got a great sound, man. Oh, yeah. I appreciate it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But the, 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 that's why with Wagon Wheel, I'm like, even though it's overplayed, I I don't hate it. <laughs> I don't hate it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, you know what I do hate. Oh, people uh, ask for it though, man. Yeah, Ben yeah, yeah. just rolls his eyes like, okay, <laughs> when we, we'll play. Yeah. When we first when we first started playing, because we're a couple, people, and and the and the movie uh, A Star Is Born, Born had just come out. Yeah. Shallow, yeah, shallow. So we were like, okay, 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 we'll learn it. Right. When we first started, so 2019 was the year of shallow for us. Okay. Every people would come out get video leave and typically we'd listen back and we're like man it didn't even sound good yeah. like it's just terrible <laughs> people just love that song so much so this year 2021 we made a new year's resolution that we won't take any amount of money to play that song <laughs> and every so time dumb. somebody requests it we're like i'm sorry we can't we can't <laughs> and if it, that upsets you and you have to leave i understand and that's okay we won't take offense to it but it's not being played <laughs> yeah. and, and, and uh, you could pay us a thousand dollars we will not oh, wow. play that song no. i'm not kidding no it's not happening no. Everyone has the price. Uh, I'm not saying it for a thousand dollars. I'm just saying. No way, man. No, I hate that song, man. I know. know. So many other good songs on that album. Did you know that Jason Isbell wrote "Maybe It's Time"? No. The one that Bradley Cooper sings. Right. Jason Isbell wrote that. I mean, doesn't surprise me. Yeah, man. You had some great songs on that album, and then "Shallow" becomes this huge hit. Yeah. Get out of here, dude. I liked all the rest of the songs way better than that one. Honestly, yeah. 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 This is this is a music musicians podcast right so yeah, yeah. all the musicians listening to this will understand if oh, any of our so. fans or if, if any of the sprouts are listening to this they might get a little mad at us i love okay. that they yeah. can get mad. fans oh yeah, the yeah. Sprouts, sprouts sprouts and buds sprouts that's and adorable buds. <laughs> <laughs> you know we, you. we found a theme and we stuck with it <laughs> yeah, yeah we're riding it, riding it i never got around to asking where the name came from what no. was that about okay well i feel like i'm yeah. talking a lot uh, well, go ahead. Not to put you on the spot. <laughs> well, no, actually, it's a it's a funny story, honestly. Um, so when we were kind of stewing this idea that we were going to do this and and figure out how to put everything together, we decided one day to go down to Fort Lauderdale right. and hit every pawn shop on the way up and collect any gear that we could mic stands cables uh, microphones we We only had a 150 dollar pawn shop fender acoustic guitar that i had left over just like that was all i would pick around on that's all we had so we had to build it from scratch yep so we took a venture down to uh fort lauderdale hit all the pawn shops on the way up i think we found like a mic and a couple uh, i think some stands whatever and we're um we had just hit boca on the way back up around 95 and all of a sudden i just i look at billy and i was like if we're gonna do this, what's the band name gonna be? Yeah, yeah. And Which we know as being in bands, that is one of the most difficult parts of being a, in a band. Oh, yeah. I'm in a band called No Name, name. Scar Band oh, because we oh, couldn't. Oh, you're in that band? Yeah, yeah. Because oh, we couldn't God. figure out what to call it, yep. so we just didn't call it anything. <laughs> that is hilarious, <laughs> man. I love that, man. I, love it, I saw yeah. you guys at Kelsey Theater. That was <laughs> yeah, awesome. Yeah, that was a good yeah. show. Okay, okay. Oh, that's hysterical. That's cool, man. That's, that's cool. amazing. Yeah. So, so yeah. So yeah. So we're. So I threw that out at him and we're kind of like we're sitting there and we're like kind of like thinking things over and we were like, you know, a lot of duos like try to put like their names together and we were like, that's not going to work. Billy and Ellen, it's like, just like what Billin, like what, what are we supposed to do with Bellin? that? Bellin? Bellin something. Bellin. Now, yeah. mind you, we are also uh, 
cannabis enthusiasts. So hey. we uh, had... Oh, you're in the right... One, one of the right states now. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Getting there. So we had... Yeah. Uh, yeah, getting there. We're almost there. So then all of a sudden, Billy looks at me and he goes, the leafy greens. And we both just started cracking up laughing because it was just so silly. And yeah. we were like, okay, like a little shelf that and we'll think about it a little bit more. Yeah. So then we get to... Um, we ended up stopping at Doghouse Grill that night right. on our way home and just to grab a little because they had little mini hot dogs. So we grabbed like two hot dogs each and had a beer and there was a guy playing. And um, and Billy asked the manager there. He was like the owner or the Kelly. owner. We found out. Shout it was out the to owner. Kelly and Shane Powers. Yes. <laughs> and um, so uh, <laughs> Billy asked Kelly, uh, what do you have to do to get a gig here? And she was like, oh, you guys play? Like, yeah. We, now up until this point and I th- I'm sure we told her afterwards we had never played anything together before yeah. out so, but we knew we, one song <laughs> one song we knew one song <laughs> and didn't so, have any gear nope yeah. <laughs> but, we were, but Billy was like yeah we play yeah we're a duo yeah we're a band we're a band yeah, yeah. yeah we play <laughs> what do you gotta do to play here man <laughs> so she was like alright what date do you have available and we were both like uh, all of them <laughs> band meeting hold on <laughs> I said you know I said you know what this is a bad idea I have to go pee <laughs> So yeah. I went to the bathroom, came back, and as I'm walking back, I said, Kelly, grab your calendar. Let's do this right now. And this was November, to, November, late November of 2018. Yeah. And like November 28th or something like that. So we booked that gig for January 19th. 2019. 2019. And this is a three-hour paid gig for a duo. So you're getting paid duo rates. You better come ready. Yeah. We knew zero songs other than Hallelujah, All had right. no gear. And I was leaving the next day for Nashville for three weeks, so I wasn't going to see Ellen again until Christmas Eve. Oh, wow. Wow. And she had never done this before. She had never played the tambourine. She had never played the shaker. She had never sung rock and roll, only chorus. And she had debilitating... And he's... Yeah, yeah, and he's out of town for three weeks. And I'm out of town for three weeks. So, (laughs) so, So I'm in Nashville for three weeks, and and I'm like, here's, here's... Here's 50 songs that you can learn right now. No problem. Yeah. You know, like yeah, e- they were easy all stuff. Out. Yeah, you yeah. Know. So we got that done. But getting back to the band name. So we had joked around about that in the car and we were like, okay, yeah, yeah, we'll shelf it. Yeah. So then Kelly looks at us and he goes, so what's the band name? We both just look at each other oh, yeah. and we go, the Leafy Greens. Yeah, <laughs> and then Billy goes, wait. Leafy Green's band. Now this is really important. <laughs> this is re- I th- I'm glad you said that because I have to I, I have to I have to everyone calls us the Leafy Greens or Leafy Greens or whatever. It's the Leafy Greens band. Now this is very important because there is another Leafy Greens out there and oh. it's a female uh, ukulele duo. Right. I'm not going to say how I really feel about, you know, the music. <laughs> I'm sure they're Whatever. It is what it is. But so when people say the leafy greens, they always look them up. And in fact, they've like sent us messages that were supposed to be meant for us. You know, people reaching out to book gigs. My wife uh, works for a boat rental company. Do we need to take them on a fishing trip for you? (laughs) (laughs) We might have to buy their name, man. I don't know, man. So people tag them on Facebook and they're like, that's not us. So so anytime like Vince, you know, would book us at Double Roads. He would put, you know, Leafy Greens. I'd be like, no, Vince, it's the Leafy Greens band. Yeah, so the and band on. added in. I, I had noticed that, and I wondered why. And I, yeah. that guy makes sense. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 I, I always start the, uh, uh, usually the Wednesday of the podcast in the morning, I'll, I'll set up everything in the podcast software so that on Thursday when I get ready to, to do everything and edit and everything, it's already kind of 
kind of in the can almost. And so yeah. I start putting in notes and stuff, and then I alter the notes accordingly depending on what we all talk about. Yeah. Um, and I actually did that. I put in the leafy greens. Or I, actually, I yeah. don't even think I put the. I would just put like leafy, leafy greens. greens I know. <laughs> and somewhere along the way, I caught that, that yeah. it was the leafy green band. Leafy yeah, greens yeah. band. Yeah. And so I went back and re-edited everything and like, <laughs> oh, hey, and like changed okay, it all, man. you know, changed <laughs> it all. And I was like, I was like, I, I can see, you know, because I it's do, okay, because man. I do the opposite with yeah. us. Yeah. We're just killbillies, right. but I always write the killbillies and we're not the killbillies. We're just killbillies. We start calling ourselves the killbillies band. <laughs> oh, that's so funny. I know, man. Oh, I mean, we could have we could have shortened it to just Leafy Greens yeah. or something like that, but you know, no, I think it sounds good. Yeah, oh, you I know, the Leafy yeah, Greens yeah. band. I mean, Vince likes to say you got you got to have a bass and guitar or a bass and drums to have a full band. That's not true. And I'm like, no, man, because I'm playing the bass notes on my guitar. She's yeah, playing yeah. percussion with the tambourine. Yeah. You know, so we have everything. Yep. we're a band. We are a band. Yeah, we're a band. Yep. So, um, talking of the music that you play, will you play us some of your music? Right yes, now? of course. Absolutely. Man. Of course. Yeah, yeah, yeah sure. Awesome. Here we go. Let's do it. Southbound, we vowed to find a home. That old 89 blue Chevy van could not pass 55. Just enough food back to last a week. We're lucky to be alive. We'll get there when we get there, he kept saying. That old Atlas had never let him down. We'll get there when we get there, I'm just saying. Old plans lost, new dreams to be found Twice a week on a road to Miami Movie star is who she dreamed to be Met that broken boy, fell hard as an old oak That broken boy fell hard and bent the knee Played that old guitar as she sang him a tune. Roll long and hard, now they have the stars and moon. We'll get there when we get there, he kept saying. That old Atlas had never let him down. We'll get there when we get there, I'm just saying. Old plans lost, new dreams to be found He plays that old guitar as she sings in a tune Roll along and hard, now they have the stars and moon We'll get there when we get there, he kept saying Never let him down We'll get there when we get there I'm just saying Old plans lost New dreams to be found Old plans lost New dreams to be found Yeah! yeah. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> All right. 
until you look into my eyes. So say you'll stay, stay by my side until the end. Through thick and thin, cause I can't bear to see it end. So we don't have a sponsor um, this week, so I figured, why don't we just uh, take the opportunity to plug ourselves? Uh, works for me. <laughs> yeah, so, works for um, me. I'm uh, six foot four. I like long walks on the beach. And oh, wait, not that. Sorry, sorry. So um, Kilbillies have got a single out. It's called Promised Dream. Yeah. And um, yeah, if you you can find it on YouTube. We made a video of it, or it's on all of the streaming services. It's uh, Ben got to drive a badass car in the video. I was so yeah, jealous. Yeah. So jealous. This cool rat rod thing. Yeah. So check check that out. And we've um, also just recorded a live album, and that's going to be appearing on streaming services very soon. It's called Live Warts and All. So um, keep your keep your eyes out for that. <laughs> and also. Um, we're at this wonderful facility called Live Music Community. Do you want us to tell us a bit yeah, about that? Yeah, Live Music Community has been around for a number of years, I believe. Justin just said it was seven-ish, yeah. eight-ish years, something like that. Um, they were in Jupiter. They are now in Palmish Gardens here at this facility, Military Trail and North Lake Boulevard. Um, it, it is absolutely amazing here. Um, uh, my my Both my kids actually came here for a while and now just my son, but um, they, they do... They take lessons and they and they really step it up to the next level. You know, it's not just it's not just let me teach your kid, uh, you know, or an adult for that matter, but mostly the kids. It's you know, it's not let me just teach them this instrument or whatever. Um, Justin and his and his whole you know group of teachers here, which which uh, um, you know they they 
they take this whole experience and this whole approach of teaching the kids the music and then placing them with kids that have similar interests and similar uh, levels of, of where they are at musically um, yeah. and ability-wise, and then they form bands. Oh, my God. And so, so like, my son comes here. He's in two bands right now. So my son comes here for his lessons once a week, but then he comes here twice a week um, on top of that for his two bands. And each oh band God. is like a two-hour practice with the band. Yeah. Um, so he's got a band on Wednesdays and a band on Sundays. And then – um, with COVID, he you know he kind of shifted things, and they were doing a lot of live stream stuff, which they're still going to do. Um, but they're actually getting ready to do their first live show since prior to COVID. Um, but that was something he used to do a lot, and so um, this is more of a showcase show. So he's going to have, I, I believe, five or six different bands that are going to be playing, and uh, and they're going to be playing at the Black Box Theater, which is the formerly the Kelsey Theater, on May second, I believe. It's a Sunday. That's awesome, a Sunday. Man. Yeah. Yeah, it's on a, Sunday. Are we off yeah, that Sunday? It's a Sunday. The second, you said? Sunday the second, yeah. Yeah, check it out. Yeah, I got go tickets if you'd out. like. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, really, um, but, that'd be cool to see. But yeah, it's uh, it, it's just amazing. Because uh, I, I have to tell you, you know, my son's been going, been coming here since, you know, uh, since he was like 10. He's, he's about to turn 18 in November. And, um, you know, he's he's learned to play drums. He's he's a phenomenal drummer, and I'm not just saying it because he's my son. Yeah. You know, he, he really is just a phenomenal drummer. Um, he's learned to play drums. But, He's learned. He's learned to be in a band with bandmates, and the, the the compromises and and challenges that come from being in a band with with other people and having yeah. to make these you know these decisions together. He's learned a lot of etiquette stuff um, on on how to act towards his bandmates and how to act towards other bands. Um, you know, I've, I've, I see stuff on Facebook sometimes. It's kind of atrocious when yeah. one band is talking about another band or whatever. Yeah. Um, and he's learned, you know, the do's and don'ts of all that. So, and he's, you know, he's learned about what to do in a situation. You know, there was this running joke for a while where, you know, he, Justin would come into a band practice and, you know, the kids are playing or something. And he'd just walk up and shut somebody's amp off or something when they're not looking. And the kid panics, you know, and, and the beautiful thing is, is that that they he does that so that they learn from these experiences. So when they're on stage, yeah. something's gonna happen. Right. It happens yeah. to all of us, oh, yeah. mm-hmm. and something's yeah. gonna happen. And all of a sudden, something craps out, or something's not working, or something somebody kicked a cable out, or whatever. Yeah. These kids are like pros, man. Yeah. They don't panic. They don't whatever. Right. They go, oh yeah, it's my cable. Oh, right. it's my pedal. It's my right. whatever. And they just they roll with it. And it's yeah. it's amazing to watch these kids. Yeah, I, yeah the, what he does with these kids here is just ridiculous. That's amazing. That's yeah, awesome. you know, amazing. I would have loved something like that when I was. Kid, because yeah, we really. had to learn the hard way, you know what I mean? Like yes. actually making those mistakes in front of people. Well, and then know? just just having this <laughs> facility at their disposal. I mean, he, he you know he does the live streams here. He does full 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 track recordings. You know, I mean, they there's there's kids that have graduated the program, you know, that have aged out or whatever and gone off college, etc. That have now come back and are recording albums here um, yeah. with their current bands and stuff because it's because he's got all of that at, at their disposal. Yeah, it's a, it's a great facility. So cool. so uh, yeah, so you know, live music community is the name of the place. Live musiccommunity.com is where you can find all the information for those listening for those watching um, if uh, if you haven't been here and uh, and you'd like to ch- check out the facility there is a 3d uh, 3d walkthrough tour on the website that you can click through and you know pretty much see all the rooms and see everything that's in here and check it all out so and uh, I come and work here in, in July as a teacher so uh if you the if bonus you like, plan, yeah. If you, want, if you want me as a teacher, come come to the live music community as of July. And um, even if you don't want me as a teacher, there's plenty of other fantastic teachers. Absolutely, absolutely, um, including Justin himself. So, um, all right, let's get let's get to. Um, could you uh, explain us a little bit about how you name your songs and what the two songs you just played were about? 
So um, all of our songs are called a song about something. Right. Um, and we did that because we we really didn't have a name for any of them at the beginning. So we were just like, okay, this is a song about hope. This is a song about... Well, and then actually, you know what? No, the second song we wrote, actually, we like we really looked into it because when we put out um, a song about hope, we kind of got some like backlash about like, you can't just name your song a song about something. You have to give it a name. And we were like, well... No, we don't. No, no we, we don't. don't. <laughs> Just because you said that, now we're not going to do that. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. So exactly our, what it is. Yeah. yeah. So That's, even for our second song, we put it out on YouTube, and it was a, a song about redolence. Right. And um, I didn't even know what that means. I had to look that up in the dictionary. Yes, that was, <laughs> that was, that was the goal. I still don't know. Yeah. It's, it's when the smell of something reminds you of somebody or something. Oh. Oh. Redolence, redolence. Uh, yeah. That that smell reminds me of my childhood or whatever. Yeah. So and oh. and in the the hook of the song is this is uh, your love soothes like the smell of rain. Yeah. Soothes oh, like the smell of rain. So because the rain has yeah yeah, yeah. 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 absolutely yeah. 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 So we we had to look up that word too. We didn't know. We kind of we were like typing in word for what yeah. a smell reminds you of and that came up and we were like all right yeah. perfect so i mean yeah. yeah that worked out that way so yeah and i love uh, that that's yeah. really that. fun so that so the song so our, our what the first song that we did was a song about faith we mm-hmm. just wrote that a couple months ago and that song if you just listen to the lyrics that is it's all true and that's how i ventured from alaska down to florida yeah and uh and yeah yeah by way of nashville yeah. hiking right with and, well yeah. well i mean <laughs> in the van back, right? it, it was backpacking with a guitar on your back <laughs> I mean, and you dude, know i have this I whole had, visual man, you you kill, there, don't, man. don't kill it for it, me this, you guys are such romantic <laughs> figures in my eyes though. i had no idea seriously it's so I, I was 21 years old bought a 1989 chevy 20 van about 10 days before i moved to nashville then i drove from soldatna Alaska, October of 2003, I drove from Soldotna, Alaska to Nashville, Tennessee in a 1989 Chevy 20 van that had about 250,000 miles on it. It wouldn't go over 55 miles an hour. Yeah. I mean, it took me four days just to get through Canada, but, <laughs> yeah. but, uh, but that's what got me, you know, that's what got me to Nashville. And then when, and then, uh, when I met Ellen, she was, uh, traveling back and forth to Miami, back and forth to and from Miami, uh, for auditions cause she was wanting okay. to get into acting. Right. And, um, and you know so it's kind of like how we met yeah and that's you know when we started playing music so the song is called a song about faith that first one is called a song about faith and it's and that's kind of yeah. i mean like it kind of encompasses that like we each had different plans to begin with and then we ended up meeting and then even though those plans fell through it ended up working out in the yeah. in the long run anyway yeah. so like we'll yeah. get there when we get there you know just have faith it'll work out yeah. and it always does work out you know yeah. tell us about your uh, pedal board oh man this is this is like a dream come true to talk about gear here. All right, so so I, so I'm looking to see what I have here. So on the left there, you see an RC30 Looper pedal, Boss Looper pedal. I have really bad carpal tunnel, so if I didn't have that, I wouldn't be able to play. Uh, that little Aurora thing in the middle, that's our my reverb pedal. I love that thing. It gives the guitar a good boost. Uh, that DD200 Boss delay uh, pedal right there, that's a really fun yeah. pedal. I, I mean, it's just the five presets on there. I use those. Like I use all five of them, and they're fantastic. Ben's hoping I give him one for Christmas. Oh man, it's a really, really worth it, man. I had I had the digital delay uh, DD whatever too, right? And uh, I've had a DD three. Yeah, some yeah. I think that's what I had, and it just wasn't. This thing rocks, man. Yeah, tube screamer distortion turned all the way down just to have a little boost. Yeah, and then that box, that DI box, the para acoustic DI box is the is the most important piece of gear that I have on that board because, man, you can you can 
dial the guitar in. I actually got this referred to me by our friend Travis. Yeah. And uh, you, I mean, you if you are, if you're having feedback in D, you can yeah. turn the the D channel down. I guess. Yeah, yeah. Or G or A. Yeah, you, you know, because each room, yeah, sure. yeah, each room has uh, you know has like a specific like feedback. I guess. Yeah. And uh, my friend Travis told me about this. I had no idea you can notch down yeah. uh, a key like that. Yeah, it's and, uh, so helpful. It's amazing, man. In fact, yeah. you know, um, we could we could use use that over our whole mix. I I've been thinking about just getting a getting a big a parametric EQ to put after our board. Yeah, it's so helpful. Yeah, it's yeah, so, yeah. It's so cool to have it on the. I, you know, I'm also an acoustic um, guy. You know, and my pedal board looks pretty similar to yours. Actually, You've got delay on there, got tube screamer on there, instead of the LR bags. Um, my, I, I have a Fishman DI, but um, but I I used to have an LR bags DI, and I wish I still did. Cause yeah. It was <laughs> yeah, yeah, man, it's just I love that. I love that pedal, man. Yeah, man. And Ellen's got a pretty badass tambourine too. So yes. I don't that tambourine that she has. <laughs> I mean, where did we buy that down in? Uh... Got that at a uh, Music Man down in uh, West Palm, or right? Just um. Oh my god, what's it called? Uh, Northwood. Oh right yeah. Northwood? yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Nobody has tambourines. No. Guitar Center, not good tambourines, right. man. No. We have spent probably a thousand dollars on tambourines because all of the ones that she would buy that that's like a, a minor or um, a traditional percussion LP. LP yeah. They oh, yeah. break within like two or three weeks yeah. because she plays them so hard. Like they sure. just cymbals will just go flying out into the audience and hit yeah, yeah. Like <laughs> the nails so she, will come out. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and say, yeah and so kidding. she bought this one at. We bought this one at Music Man. Music Man, uh, and it is it's it's it sounds good. Yeah. I've got to say, I was yeah. listening to it. it. Does sound it does sound a notch above your average bear. Yeah, it's pretty good. Yeah, yeah. definitely. Really yeah, good. yeah. yeah. Um, they got a, a good uh, selection down there too. Yeah. If anybody's looking for some tambourines, I bought my uh, I bought my I have bought like three tenor saxes from there. One of them I lost. One of them was stolen. And now I'm on the third. <laughs> oh, Not a oh. thing that's meant to be disposable. A tennis sack. Dude, who steals a sack? Oh my god! <laughs> Was this stolen after a gig? Out of my car. Out of my car. I just left it outside my my uh, uh, in-laws' house. Yeah. Where they live in a gay community. I didn't lock the car. I just wasn't think about it. So I'm still oh there. God, I keep hearing of instruments getting stolen out of cars, and I'm just like, yeah, oh. yeah. I'm it's waiting soul. for it. To Donis Guava had his pedal board stolen not that long ago. Yeah, like, oh, oh. Guava train, yeah. yeah that sucks, man. Their stuff stolen, man. I know, man. I know. It's terrible. So, yeah. um, do you have a um, do you have a writing process when you come to like write a song? Is there any way that you guys like approach that? I feel like it's kind of been different with each song that we've written. Honestly, yeah. um, go ahead. Well, I mean, what, what typically, like, you know, a, a melody or word, words will come up, you know, that make it's kind of just like what everybody else says. It's the same thing. I heard what Sierra said. I heard, you know, yeah. you know, it's, it's the same thing. It, it comes to you when it comes to you, you know, but we try to make it a priority, you know, every week to yeah. generate some something, whether it be a melody, a lick, a riff, you know, whatever. Yeah. Um, and and then, you know, my yeah. my uh, com- composition teacher said, even if it's just one tiny thing try and write one thing every yeah day. exactly yeah yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. like yeah. and i've i've kept that to heart you know i, I i've just constantly my notes on my uh my phone yeah, is just packed too. full of weird ideas like, yeah. yeah yeah the voice notes yeah full of ideas mm-hmm. you yeah, know yeah. and then and you know like that uh the song about faith that little lick was something i did on a guitar like two years ago dun, 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 you know the, the yeah. little walk yeah yeah and th- when i when we wrote that song, the lyrics came first. No melody, no nothing. It was just lyrics. And and then 
I found that lick. We put the melody to that lick, put those lyrics to that lick, and yeah, that was kind of the out. you know that it, yeah, it just it just worked out, mm-hmm. you know. In that 2020 song that you wrote, um, is it called a song about 2020? Yeah, yeah a song about 2020. That's our tribute. I really liked the the guitar style in it it was very folky and and it reminded me a lot of some of my favorite players is there any anything that you were kind of emulating with that or did you just kind of come up here in the dome it just came out man i mean what 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 that was was after a gig one night um we like to go out to our breezeway and and wind down with our cats and because we live in an apartment complex we're on the third floor yeah and we have a long breezeway right outside our our apartment and uh, so at, at night, we'll, after a gig, it'll be around 12 or 12 midnight, 1 o'clock, you know. Yeah. And we'll walk out in the, uh, out in the breezeway and just start jamming uh, really lightly because it's super loud and yeah, the neighbors yeah. can hear. So we just sit there and we just kind of play, hum some melodies. And, and then all of a sudden, this, this little lick, this, this little bouncy lick yeah. came, it's you cool. know. And bouncy and we, it's kind of folky in this cool yeah, way too. Yeah, yeah. And the time and the – but it – that lick and then the the tempo change to the other lick it was like it just came together it just fit together i was like we gotta and then we were in the midst of 2020 and all the crap that was happening with 2020 (laughs) i was like this is kind of how that song that's kind of the song just kind of flows with how the year has gone it's fast it's slow it's crazy whatever yeah and so we just put our twenty our twenty twenty lyrics to it. Yeah, you know. And then yeah. the hook. I mean, the chorus kind of just came to us too. It was just kind of like losing losing sight again, and then losing yeah. our minds again. Just kind of like came to us, and then we wrote a story basically around that. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. That was a good one. We yeah. we've got a song that references twenty twenty, but it's not one hundred percent about it. But I think I think any writer worth their salt has at least taken a bit of a stab at. Yeah, them. I know. Um, a friend of mine, Scott Gaylor. Um. He uh, he he refused to bring anything out in 2020 because he didn't want it to be like marred with the the brush of being a 2020 album. Yeah, so he yeah, he literally yeah. just sat the gear out. I, yeah, I get that. I get <laughs> yeah. that. Yeah. You know, and we we were going to release that with the album, but you yeah. know, we just we thought that uh, releasing it in 2020, we released it New Year's Eve. It came out at midnight from 2020 to 2021. It, it hit Spotify that at that time, but and it wasn't even mastered. We were just like, let's just put it out, put some yeah. on Spotify, and we'll, you know that way, whatever it's oh, there. It's a great song. And uh, <laughs> so once it gets mastered, I'm, I'm I'm curious to hear how it sounds after it's mastered. Yeah, and and and, and sitting in the album somewhere, you know. You have so. someone lined up for mastering. Have you got that far yet? We're looking at somebody that Abby Owens rec- recommended to oh, us. Great, yeah. Um, out of I'm Atlanta. trying to get her on here. So if you you've got it, if you if you, good luck getting a hold of her. She's tough to get a hold of. <laughs> man, tell me about we love it. her, man. We Love but man, she's. Hey, man. But you know, I guarantee she's amazing, and I guarantee she gets inundated with texts and, yeah, and emails. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I mean, it's exactly. and, and hard for her to field everything there by herself. Yeah. You know, yeah, yeah. You know, but she's amazing, man. Um, that that the rhythm she gets going. I know, yeah. And her crazy. voice, I know, she's yeah. something so else. She's something else, yeah. man. A lot yeah. of fire, yeah. A lot of fire. You can tell, man. She's, that energy, like I the, know that you just can't. You know, it's that. It's that X factor that some people have when they play, and it's like, yeah, it's like someone wrote like the wind changes. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. And it really does kind of feel like that with Abby. I don't know what it is as a yeah. as vibe. Yeah, she 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 got something going on there for yeah, sure. Really, really, Absolutely. yeah, she's cool. And, but that um brings me to the last question that I have, which is: Is there anyone um round here that you particularly like musically? Oh man, yeah. yeah. 
Well, what kill Billy's. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, we came out of the brick and watched you guys. Play. I mean, we love like, you guys yeah, really, man. You guys, you guys are, are so fantastic, talented. man. So News fun. from Bree is another band that we love. Yeah. Balatovas is another band mm-hmm. that we love. Um, uh, Abby Owens is is freaking incredible. Yeah. Um, we love Vince. I love watching Vince play the yeah. harmonica with his yeah. blues bands and all that. You know, I know Schofield's in the area. He's an amazing guy, to, a blues guy to watch. Um, Jake yeah. Walden too. Oh, Jake Walden. Yeah. He's he's strong. Yep. Um, I know yeah, I mean, I, and there's more, but those are the ones that really that stand out, man. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, totally. I think um, like you know, just you doing the guitar sax and everything that you're doing up there, and you play the saxophone really well. You know, you remind me of uh, of uh, of uh, 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 shoot all the guys from News from Bree, really, because they all play yeah. instruments oh, really, yeah, really well. Yeah. Like Adam, you know, there I mean, is those a lot guys are ridiculous. I was, man. I feel like the News from Bree and Kilbillies need to do like a. Oh my night, god! Like a like oh. a two bands. Maybe all three of us could do it. Maybe you we guys should, do should collaborate, <laughs> dude, and do a full thing, man. Are you kidding me? That would be amazing, that and we would amazing. love to accompany. Adam is a Adam is a friend. I, I, yeah. and um, I yeah, you know, I got to know him through going over to Jupiter Music a million yeah. times, and then yeah. and then laughing at his many jokes online, and um, yeah. Yeah. and uh, yeah, I have mentioned it in the past actually that we should play a gig. You know, that'd be fun. But I feel like all of these bands like like us. That do these three-hour gigs should get on bills together more often. Oh yeah, yeah. You know what yeah, I mean? Because really, yeah. we're all doing our own thing in all these different places, and I know it's like you know, probably be a pay cut and stuff like that. But I think it'd be a lot of fun. It would be know? a lot of fun, really, man. Yeah. Anytime you want to do that, yeah. we'll absolutely do that with you guys, man. Yeah, man. You know, I mean, if, if we'll look at each other's schedules, see what gigs you guys have coming up. We'll look at our gigs, invite you in if there's an opening that you guys have. Maybe yeah, we I'm can like, collaborate on, you know, do yeah, a set sure. or two together. You know, yeah. 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 Part of my sort of desire with with the, this podcast as well is to is for us all to feel a little bit like like you know more of a scene you know mm-hmm. like because we are one already it is a scene I mean there is a scene down here and and it, about, you know anything I, I can do to make it stronger you know yeah yeah like, and I think that play us all playing geese together would just be a blast absolutely like it's something that happens with those like with show bands like No Name Scar Band the band I'm in you know we only play on bills with other bands right. it's that right. kind of band. Uh, um, us kind of three hour type of bands we don't do it enough in my right. opinion we yeah. don't get to share that kind of yeah. you know share ideas and, and have the crowds from, who like all the bands all come out at the same time you know right. I think it would be a cool thing to we do. actually did that with Balatovas uh, right. in 2019 we, we it's, are you guys familiar with Balatovas Aliana and Eleni Balatovas no, you know I, I'm, I'm not, I don't yeah, I'm not. Know. oh my god they're fantastic check them out. Aliana yeah. her voice is amazing Eleni plays are they busy around here uh, yeah, they play. They're a duo, and they play. They they play all over. Really, man, they're fantastic. I mean, they could they could be absolutely full time if they wanted to be, but I think they work full. I think they both work jobs as well, so right. it's tough. But uh, but we did a show at Brewhouse Gallery. The last show that we did at Brewhouse Gallery, um, we collaborated with them, and we did. They did a set, then we did a collaborative set. Yeah. And f- of four songs together that we learned together and and really mastered, honed in the harmonies, big harmonies and stuff like that. Yeah. And man, it was unbelievable. And yeah. it was packed because yeah. we really pushed the show too. Yeah. And we paid them what we you know half of what we made mm-hmm. that night and and uh, you know so it was totally fine to share the earnings because yeah. it was such a magical night, man. It was so much yeah. fun. I mean, oh, the I'm funny sure. thing is, it's not like I I'm suggesting anything that. 
hasn't been done before. In fact, quite the opposite. But yeah, da- yeah. Da- but with with our kind of bands, it is quite rare. Yeah, you know, it's, yeah, yeah. It's, yeah. it's like a hundred percent commonplace with with other bands. But for us, us guys, we we don't do it enough, and I think we should get on that one. Yep. Spread the dub and Sons of a Tradesman have been playing oh, shows together. Guys are great. Yeah. That's, oh, yeah. that's a power. A that's, power a, that's a power. Andrew Alonso, I love that guy. Yeah, right. right. Oh, Mike Guido, I love yeah, those guys. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 That's another band. I, yeah. I, I I can't believe we left them out. Sorry, Andrew. I feel like I'm looking up. <laughs> no, I'm, not, I'm just yeah, I'm not looking at anything. <laughs> Sorry, Andrew. Sorry, Andrew. We love there you. you. Go. That guy's so funny, man. His videos kill me, dude. He's oh, so yeah. funny. Oh, he's, he's, yeah. he's great. We're gonna have that. We're, they're coming on. Oh, nice. yeah, we're good. good, good. Oh, ben, ben and I were joking around uh, when we first started the podcast. Um, you know, the possibilities of of with us getting all the different musicians and stuff on here, just all the possibilities of the podcast. You know, oh, what man. it can grow into, right? Yeah. Yeah. And one of the things we had toss around was um at some point doing a 561 music festival oh, and having cool. all the musicians that have been through here all play you know like a set or whatever we had yeah, we had talked yeah. about like we talked about doing that we talked about even a 561 music tour you know <laughs> we're getting a little <laughs> that, bit excited but that about was a little it, that was a little crazy i think well, we but, might get there eventually but, you never know but but I, I think the festival is 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 doable i mean you it got is, the, yeah. the Meyer amphitheater down here yes, like and absolutely. stuff like it's totally doable yeah. absolutely yeah. so, yeah, man, that'd so be Amazing. So yeah, so uh, anybody who wants to sponsor a five six one music festival, we're here. <laughs> <laughs> we're ready. <laughs> that would be amazing. So we're in. Count yeah. us in. We'll play it. We'll play it. We we usually close this out by uh, by talking about the shows that are coming up this weekend. Um, do you want to uh, take over that? Yeah, 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 absolutely. So, the Leafy Greens band, not to be confused with the Leafy Greens, right. is is playing Friday at six p.m. at Twisted Trunk Brewing. Oh, Brewing is that where we're playing? Yeah, right. where's that at? That's on PGA Boulevard. Okay, yeah, All right, close cool. to close to US one. Yeah, right? just uh, just east of the bridge. And then yeah. Sunday yep. at Coastal Karma at 3 p.m. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, that's a good one. Yeah, yeah. so those would be, those would be good. good ones, yeah. Yeah. And then, of course, uh, we always plug Kill Billies. Uh, Friday, Taco Tiki at Jensen Beach, 7 p.m. Uh, Patty Max, 8 p.m. on Saturday. And Sunday, Swank Farms. I believe that's uh, Have five. Have you ever I'm played sure. out at Swank Farms and Speciality Produce in Loxahatchee? No. No. That's something no. you got to look into. I'll they give. Be a great I'll fit speak for that. to um, Jody, the lady who books there, on behalf of you guys because you'd fit in there like a glove. Perfect. It's, man. it's, it's, a, it's this big. Um, farm and you play in this huge barn to a bunch of tables and you're on this stage that's like nine feet in the air I love it yeah Yeah. Yeah. and you you, so you right at the beginning of the the dinner you go um, to where everyone comes in and kind of play acoustically and once everyone's kind of walked past you you get your stuff up and you go up onto this stage and then you just play from the stage for the rest of the night but it's so cool because it's so like Country, it's yeah, like yeah. the countryest thing ever. It's it, you know, it's in the country and you're it's in fun. this big barn and yeah, it's really and, fun. yeah, it's a dude. Blast. We would love tons, to play tons, that, tons man. of people. Absolutely. The only downside yeah. is that you're playing the whole time, yeah. And while you're playing, they're serving like this unbelievably good oh, food no. and yeah, the waft yeah. of like the oh, just the no. just the smell of the food comes up to the stage and you're <laughs> like you're like so drooling hungry. on yourself while you're playing and I'm like <laughs> they, they usually slow roast some incredibly right enormous in beautiful us, piece of right meat right below us basically yeah, like oh. slow fire roast a piece yeah, of meat yeah. Like, yeah, yeah. but, yeah, it, is, but it is an amazing it. place <laughs> it is an amazing place um, yeah so next next week our guest is Tyler Giddens and Tyler Giddens is in Unified Mind yeah. and Vibes Farm that's right yeah yeah, yeah. Yeah, he's so. a yeah, he's a good uh, good, good old friend of mine, um, and uh, 
Yeah, we um, I recorded helped record um, an EP for those guys back in the day. So nice. He's a fantastic guitarist. I don't know if any of you guys have ever seen Unified Mind or Vibes Farm. No, they're um, yeah. it's reggae um, and rock and you know that kind of um, Florida reggae rock yeah. stuff. Yeah, uh, uh, but his guitar playing is not not even a joke <laughs> he's yeah. really seri- a serious guitar player like proper shredder so that's awesome a great musician yeah and if you haven't heard you should check, you should check yeah. those guys out yeah. we've got some tunes yeah well yeah cool all right well um i guess that's us um that wraps up uh, the fifth episode um thanks a lot leafy yeah, greens fan thanks for coming thanks yeah. for having us guys having we appreciate us. you guys yeah man. absolutely so uh, for our uh, for our listeners uh make sure to uh you know check us out 561music.com uh you can stream all the episodes from there you can um go to all our social media uh spots from there um all the show notes will be in um uh, all or all, all of our links and all of uh, the Leafy Green Band links will be in the show notes. Uh, all your social media and your YouTube and all cool. that stuff. I put all that in there for you guys. And uh, and then if you guys are watching on YouTube, um, all the links are in the description. And uh, just one more thing: don't do not forget that we have the Five Six One Music playlist on Spotify. And basically, we've created this playlist with uh, um, all, all local musicians, um, everybody that's been on the podcast, everybody that's going to be on the podcast. Cool, and and cool. and way more than that yeah. um it's all i ever listen to anymore and and it's pretty it's pretty amazing to realize how much good music is coming out of this area so yeah and i'm i'm a, i'm gonna start making some um kind of offshoot ones because uh we got i made a post about it on facebook the other day and got uh, just inundated with local hip-hop so i'm gonna do a straight up five six one music hip-hop playlist and a couple of other ones cool. just because i think it'd be a nice thing to be able to listen to yeah. you know yeah. but but just the main one with all of the different styles on is uh you know i think it's probably the most fun because you get to hear the the diversity absolutely of music oh absolutely yeah so all right well i i think uh i think that's it and thank you guys very much for coming out i mean this thank this was guys. a blast yeah was a blast. thank you guys thank for you having guys. us appreciate you guys thank you man thank yeah. you guys yeah Cheers. all right